the Just Saying podcast is proud to have Our Riveter as our sponsor. Our Riveter doesn't hire military spouses to make handbags. They make handbags to hire military spouses. To shop these bags on a mission, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. We're going to talk about, is it too good to be true when your main point is really misleading? If you knew the podcast, really happy that you're here. Excited if you've heard of us, you've been here before, excited that you're back. As you know, we are helping you become a more intentional communicator. We're challenging you. Written a book called Brief, which is about being a clear and concise communicator. I've also written a book called Noise, which is about managing distractions and devices and disruptions. The book Brief has inspired me to create programs, brief programs around concise communication, verbal, written, meetings. The book Noise has inspired me to create a companion programs called Quiet Works. You can find information on, on our brief programs at thebrieflab.com. And those companion programs are called Quiet Works at thequietworkplace.com. And the combination of those two things are pretty powerful, right? Because you think about it, what's absent in our day is quiet to think about things. And specifically, thinking about how we communicate, who we communicate to, and the quality of our communication. We are so busy that we don't take any quiet to prepare. And that has devastating consequences at times. You think about communication, a lot of it's done on the fly. And what we're going to talk about today is I'm not going to attack the word good, but it might seem like I'm attacking it. And here's what happens is when your headline needs to set the tone, yet we need to fundamentally restate it. What am I talking about? Somebody asks you, how's it going? What's new? How are you doing? And our answers are fine, good, okay, same old, same old. And we get the sort of generic answer. Now, that's fine to do that if we don't want to get their attention and we don't want to say anything. And if somebody says, how was your weekend? And you say, it was okay. You can say that. But if you really have something else to say that's more meaningful, and if later on you would need to restate it, fundamentally, there's a problem. Don't say good if the answer isn't good. That's not a headline. Good isn't a headline. It's never been a headline. And I think about this because I talk to people in our class and I do exercises and I ask them, how was that? And they're like, good, it was good. I'm like, that didn't tell me anything. Okay, so again, I'm not trying to attack the word good, That's, but it's sort of middle of the road. And what's absent is you ask a person good and you ask a series of questions and then fundamentally 30 seconds, a couple minutes later, they have to restate only to find out that the answer was, it's terrible or it was subpar or it was difficult or, well, why didn't you say that? Well, like, that's what I meant, but I mean, but I heard good. Why is my headline here, is it too good to be true? Oftentimes, the person that you're talking to when you say good, their immediate response is, there are no issues, there are no risks, I have nothing to worry about, everything's fine, you're okay, you're good. Now, if the answer is, that's not true, it's misleading. That's why it's too good to be true. You're telling, you're speaking into a person's assumption that everything's going to be okay. 
And if that's not in fact the case, you need to correct it. Don't let yourself fundamentally restate it later on in the conversation. State it up front. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, is how to get at that. Now, this, this issue here that I'm talking about, for many of you, you might think like, well, it's something that is a habit that I just do. And I get it. We all do. If you ask, like, how you doing? Good. What's going on? Nothing much. How things going? Fine. Same old, same old. That's a habit of speaking. But we work in a world where we need to talk to people that are asking us these questions. And at that moment, if you say fine and the answer isn't fine, you've missed an opportunity. Fundamentally. I had a guy tell me this not that long ago. You know, his leader's like, is there anything you need from me? He's like, I'm good. And the answer was actually he had a bunch of stuff he needed from that leader, but he just says, I'm good. Well, you've just told that person, I am set. I don't need to talk to you anymore. I don't need anything from you. Leave me alone. Like I am in my own world and I've got this thing taken care of and I don't need you. He asked you and I told you, I don't need you. I'm good. I'm all set. Only to find out that no, that's actually not the case. Missed opportunity. And it happens every day, all the time because people haven't taken the time to think about it. When this question comes my way with my clients, with my boss, with my colleagues, when they're asking us questions like, how are you doing? And how is it going? And how are you feeling? We haven't even thought about it. And the first thing I want you to do is I want you to think about it. Right? Okay. Good isn't an answer if there's something else going on. So give yourself time to think about it. I'll use the example of, okay, well, how, how are you doing? That question oftentimes depends on a number of things, but one of the biggest ones is us actually giving us the time to reflect on how am I doing? In a particular role, I might be doing incredibly well. In another role, I might be underwater. Okay? When a person who asks me that question, who needs to know, and I need to tell them, and I don't, they don't know. And now it's too good to be true. It's like everything is. Everything is swell. Everything's, you know, everything's a-okay, but it's not. So you got to take time to think about it, okay? And this might take a habit of, that we don't have right now, which is scheduling time to think and quiet. And that's why I started this Quiet Works program. It's like, all right, get get yourself to start thinking about these questions about how am I doing or how is it going or what's new in a, in a fundamentally different way. Okay, um, I want you to think once you've thought about this, is what is my main point? What's the answer to that question? If they, if you want to say fine, but you say I'm challenged, I want you to come up with a headline or a main point that gets more to the matter right away. Don't let you get to it later. Get to it now. I'm challenged. I'm struggling. Um, or maybe the, I'm. Everything is exceptionally, you know, it's just wonderful. It's way ahead of expectations. That's how. That's a better answer, you know. I'm motivated to do more. I'm versus I'm good. You start to see the differences in good is sort of middle of the road, vanilla. Like it doesn't tell you anything. So start. Is it going on the spectrum of really exceptionally well to really really difficult? Kind of go down that spectrum left to right, and and start to gauge where are you and why, and then put that in a main message, a main point. So if a person would ask you. Is there anything you need? I need resources yesterday. Okay. 
You know, I need 15 minutes of your time. How are you doing? I need 15 minutes of your time. Now, we don't want to do this because we don't want to call attention to ourselves, but we all have a job to do. We're at work. We're even outside of work where people that, that care about us or are concerned about us or are working with us are asking us these questions and we're, and we're pushing them away. And I want to give you an example of a colleague that I worked with a number of years ago, many, many years ago. And his issue was he not only would say, fine, so I thought everything's okay, like no issues. Then he would skirt to, because he didn't think about it at all, he went from fine to exceptional to terrible in the matter of two minutes. I got, I got like, you know, uh, dizzy talking to him because you could never gauge where he was at. He went from like middle of the road to the top of the mountain to the bottom of the hill, back to the mountain. I mean, he was all over the place. Well, working with him was difficult, very, very difficult because I could never get a straight answer from him. I would ask him a straight question, only get a crooked answer. Is it, and, and, and from my standpoint, it was, it was like, it wasn't believable. It was, you know, I asked myself, is this too good to be true? Like, everything's good. Like, there's no issues. They'll find out there are issues, but there's like, it's, I'm, I'm confused, right? You don't want your main point when this question comes your way to be misleading. You want it to be leading. And that's the key here is what is my main point? Have I thought about it? Well, if I have thought about it, then I need to state it. And I need to note when I state it, the effect that it has on people in a different way. And I want you to compare the middle of the road with the better answer and see the difference. If a person says, fine, they could say, I'm motivated. I'm good, which means I'm, I'm, I'm healthy and happy and like I've never felt better. Um, same old, same old, I might not say that. I might say, it's a grind but I'm pushing on. They're, they're get, they get the point, right? It's difficult, but I'm making progress. And I really encourage you to think about this. Yes, if you want to say good, go ahead. Like, I'm not saying don't. But realize that when you're doing that, it's because you don't have anything to say. And there's nothing that you want to say. But if there's something that needs to be said, the person who's asking the question needs to know. It's your obligation to tell them, and they're not mind readers. So don't have them ask you 20 questions to get to the real answer. Tell them up front. And this, for many of us, requires not only time to think about it, but honesty. we got to be honest about it. If they're asking a straight question, give them a straight answer. But don't give them a misleading one, right? because that's just not how it works. That's not where clarity and brevity live. Give them a straight answer. That's the question that they asked you. You know, doing this podcast, one of the things that motivates me is getting at the heart of what makes relationships, what makes organizations, what makes teams dysfunctional, less than optimal, not work. And this issue is at the, at the heart of it is how many missed opportunities when questions like this come people's way, they're not even prepared to answer them. And they're fairly, they're fairly basic and they happen all the time. People are asking other people and colleagues around the world every day, these questions like, how you doing? What's new? How's it going? What do you need from me? And they're getting dial tone. They're just getting a whole bunch of nothing. And part of it is the byproduct of living in a busy world where you're running from thing to thing and you haven't had a chance to prepare an answer or develop a headline or 
it's just blab, 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 and you talk, 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 but you don't really say anything. And that's a huge problem. And what I'm trying to fix is when a person asks you, be ready to answer it. The question is coming your way. Be ready to answer it. Find how often you're just giving the sort of middle of the road, plain Jane, boring, unattention grabbing, mundane, never going to move anybody to do anything answer and ask yourself, could I have answered that question differently when I was asked? Could I answer it? I want to challenge you to think that you are missing a lot of opportunities to tell people how things are actually going and how you really are doing and what really is going on, in fact. Um, and don't bury that. Like in journalism school, they say don't bury your headline. And in this podcast, I'm going to say don't bury your lead. If that's the main idea, state it up front. In the last episode, we talked about a brief map. That might be the, the time I think about it. And the main message is, I'm really challenged to meet these deadlines. Or whatever that main message. And then why? And then map that out. Organize the, that update or that debrief, if you will. But it all starts with that main answer to that main question that's coming your way. And I just want you to be ready for it. Whether it's in a, in a drive-by, somebody calls you, or they're just checking in, or whatever it might be. Think about it. I want you to think about this. It might seem like much ado about nothing, but it's not. It's a, it's a question that comes our way quite a bit. And I think that we're swinging, missing, and we're like, it's saying it's not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's fine. My personal life, my professional life, everything's good, 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 good. Right? Got it. Not saying anything. You're telling people to, have, to tune you out and to tune into something else. Just drive right past you. Now, if you want to do that, go ahead. That's okay if you want to do that. But I'm saying if the answer is different, do it different. Think of the question. Think of a better answer. Okay? Maybe if or when, just something to think about. You'd ever ask me, how's the podcast going? You know, that's just saying podcast. How's it going after five seasons? We've been doing this for five seasons. I could say good. But I'd rather say something like, it's been a great challenge to keep on challenging people to be more intentional communicators. Just saying. 